0: Good morning, good evening, and welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. My name is Check this out, Marsha, the magic user. Yes, and I'm here with. <laughs> I'm here with Logan the Barbarian.
1: Hello, I am Logan the Barbarian.
0: And Light the Thief.
1: Hello, hello. Today, what are we talking about? Well, by the time this airs, I think people have been talking about it for a while, but 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 it's, it's a little bit new of news.
0: It's one big piece of news. It's one. one...
1: <laughs> I am one. One. One D and D. It's like one love. It's only one. Yeah, exactly. There's only one. You can only have one. Why is that? That's what they're calling. It. They're calling it one D and D, isn't it?
2: Is it like one ring to rule them all? Like one D and D to rule them all?
1: One D and D to rule them all. Oh no, it's they're one gonna free week. So is this gonna be five e or is this gonna be six e? So he, he... okay, go on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess on the residential. Not 5e Apologist, a 5e Whisperer. It's more like a 5.5e in the sense that it's like a continuation of 5th edition and like the design tendencies and it's trying to be like backwards compatible with that. But instead of it being like 3.5, which is like a singular, like we're printing this one edition, it's supposed to be more like a ongoing b as a service, which I don't know how y'all feel about that. I think it's kind of fucked up.
2: Service. What type of service are they going to offer me? Are they going to send me like pre-gens or magic items every month or what?
0: I think it's going to be like looped into their new like digital ecosystem where they have like a virtual tabletop and like PDFs and everything. And so I'm sure that'll be kind of pain in the ass. But uh, yeah,
1: yes, it will be. <laughs> Here's the deal. There's been at least a dozen editions of D D, and we're only labeling them the five. <laughs> At a point when you're going from edition to edition, it's it's Semantics, what we call it—the the idea that we're not saying that it's a sixth edition—I think it more has to do with marketing the product. Is oh, it's not six; it's a branding thing. That's why they're doing—they're trying to rebrand yeah. it. That's exactly. It. It's like
2: oh, it's not Windows three point one; it's Windows whatever. Blah 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 XP. Blah yeah. blah blah. blah.
1: <laughs> so when people do start to jump ships, I think that it's kind of a way to try to prevent some of that. But people are going to jump ship. Right. People are going to still play their fifth edition. They're not going to move forward with it, and that's okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like i'm old school i play 5.0 so yeah it's okay if folks are gonna just continue to play fifth edition and not um pick up the next edition and i'll bet you that happens quite a bit No, oh, i bet so
2: so what's this subscription service you were saying marcia so we got to pay every month to be able to play D one
0: so i think it's more like subscription for the virtual tabletop and for some like some book releases and book access to like the core like manuals and stuff and that's actually less like what I read about because I was reading more like the playtest material they sent out because I wanted to see like are y'all so racist what's the whole deal with everything
2: <laughs> are they going to change that Is, are they going to go to ancestry instead of race
0: so it's even like weirder They used to have, like, ability score, like, bonuses with the uh, races and everything. Right. But now it's based on, like, background. So, like, for example, if you're, like, a farmer, I don't know the exact, like, numbers, but it's, like, whoa, plus two strengths and plus one constitution. And it's kind of cute because, like, oh, it's based on, like, your upbringing and shit. It's not based on, like, your race or anything. So that's fun.
2: Yeah, I mean, that would be interesting to be able to mix in some, like you said, backgrounds with your attributes. But then if I'm a halfling... I'm thinking no matter what, I should be able to sneak around, right? Even if I'm a farmer or a <laughs> or a dungeon crawler or whatever it is.
0: <laughs> exactly. And I think there's still some like racial abilities, but they're more just kind of like special things as opposed to things that interface with like the ability scores. Like you still got dark vision, you still got like halflings or little guys, uh, all that kind of stuff.
1: <laughs> halflings like, are little guys. Yeah, are little guys. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> <laughs> i the like playing halflings so that's why
2: i have a fancy for halflings but anyways but, uh... heads,
1: the fuzzy feet <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think it's too bad because i feel like most like halflings like in D, instead of being like i don't know i love Tolkien hobbits because they just they love drinking they love sitting around i think they're really cute and like idyllic but all the D halflings are always like I'm a little shit, and I love like stabbing and biting. And stabs. <laughs> I don't know how that happened.
1: I think that a lot of that was just tied to the Tolkien lore, and I think people just tried to get away from it being Tolkien. Oh yeah. I think that may... I that could be wrong. <laughs> you th- I mean, am I off? I mean, it could be a universe thing. You know,
2: you know, you, you can create your own universe where you know halflings are better burger hobos, which I think might be a little bit of the D anD D one, or you have yeah. halflings that are like. <laughs> chill and smoke weed eat food shoot fireworks
1: (laughs) i mean you know live in the live in the shire live in the shire so when it comes to the new edition we talked about this not that long ago we said oh there's probably going to be a new edition coming out and the biggest thing that strikes me is the fact that they're trying to make a new edition without without labeling it as such they say it's going to be backwards compatible I'm curious if that's just like well is that mean we're just going to be able to use the same stat blocks from the monster blocks from the character I... in the adventures or is that am I still going to be able to roll up characters with your previous fifth edition books like what does that mean backwards compatibility in this case
0: as far as i know i think it's gonna be like the math works out the same for like monsters and combat and stuff like that i know that at least for like switching from like racial bonuses to background bonuses the math is still the same as far as like how it impacts your character Mm -hmm. but now it's just like a different like avenue for like how your character is defined like in the fiction as opposed to like in the math
1: So I, I'm a, So it's all What frustrates me a little bit <laughs> You gotta shout out more money Is that I wish I just wish that it was all backwards compatible To begin with right? <laughs> There's a huge shift there that occurs In 5th edition with the stat blocks In relationship specifically To the hit points And the armor class that changes drastically Which makes a lot of that stuff very different From even like 3rd edition And prior Oh, yeah. Going from second to third and the older edition is a third. There's a slight way you can just subtract and and change that AC and you got the hit dice already there. That's a little quick conversion you can do on the fly. That's not possible with the newer stuff. So this stuff wasn't compatible with fifth edition. So it's that era stuff going forward. So all the previous stuff is still not going to be compatible.
2: <laughs> so D and D one or D and D beyond going to be so far out of reach from for OSR players from a conversion basis. Then
1: I mean, it, the, I think that this one or whatever the app is is uh, is like a Roll Twenty or something, isn't it? So you get you you subscribe to an internet thing so you can play online on their website. Is that is that inaccurate in saying what what that is?
0: Yeah, it's like Roll Twenty, except now it's proprietary.
1: Yeah, and, and then it has, and I, I'm not particularly fond of things like Roll20 to be honest. Right. I pref- when we play a lot of times, we just use like a Discord or Zoom and it's more like a conference call. Oh, yeah. So I'm not using a lot of the virtual tabletop stuff. Perhaps people that do will gravitate towards that. Um, And apparently enough people are that it's a pretty big thing for, for Hasbro on their site and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I guess, but I mean, you know, with these virtual tabletops, I don't have time to prep a virtual map and environment and stuff it's like i got barely enough time just to prep a normal game much less build like a virtual environment so for me i'm probably we only use bro 20 as a video and audio thing i don't use it for any maps i know some of our other game masters will prep and use it as a maps for me it's more of a time thing i don't think i'll be subscribing or paying money if i have a you know osr book that i paid for already that i can still use
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I, I found it useful when we use Roll20 using... I've used it a few times. I think using character sheets there is the biggest benefit. Having access to all the character sheets as a dungeon master. Yeah, character Absolutely. sheets is nice.
2: And then some of the dice rolling apps are nice.
1: Yes. So uh, this, though, like, I think that someone said there was going to be microtransactions involved in this, and I'm not sure what those microtransactions are, but that may be just be reading random stuff thrown onto the internet. Does anybody know about that? I got no clue, honestly. <laughs>
2: It wouldn't surprise me because, you know, all the other online uh, platforms are trying to nickel and dime you with microtransactions. So it wouldn't surprise me if they'll allow you to uh, purchase character skins and character armor. Oh, yeah. And uh, weapons, because they do that already for online video games. Why would not they do that for this? You know, it's like, oh, you want to get your level 10 dwarf and get him a whatever, a fancy hammer, and a fancy helmet. <laughs> hey, pay a little bit more for your character skin.
1: No, I'm gonna bring up what I what I what I dislike so far about it. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to be down on things, but uh, as I'm looking and seeing and hearing is that there's an, a renewed focus on feats in this play test that's put out. If you want to go just Google one D D, the play test is out there. You can get a play test document, it's 20 21 pages long or something like that of how to roll up characters in the new edition way that they're play testing. And I'm not a fan of feats. In fact, feats are one thing I've sought to get out of the game. And it feels like they're leaning back into that, which is something I feel complicates the game. And it's not appealing to me because of that right i'm curious to play around with it perhaps and and learn about it as they're coming out with it so i know a little bit more what's going on but i still haven't really delved into fifth edition personally
0: (laughs) i never read it honestly even like i was playing it i just let my friends like make the character for me then i never had to read like a bit of it because it's the most verbose ass book i've ever like skimmed (laughs) yeah it's so like
2: it's dense. it's so dense in terms of its content and yeah um, i mean i've played 5e i've never ran uh, i have run 5e a couple of times but with osr modules so i guess that's doesn't count but right you're right it's complicated it's dense and then combat takes forever because everyone has like fancy feats and other stuff exactly um, you can spend hours in combat which is why they probably rescaled all the hit points and armor classes so that you can drag out the combat otherwise you can one hit somebody <laughs> and just wipe them out using a feat it's, it's ridiculous so,
1: right, yeah, and that's my one of my biggest issues with feats in the past has been how overpowered and just just wonky and not being able to know what's going on in the game as a dungeon master is frustrating sometimes, right? It's like, what is going well? You got a what? I've never heard of this. Where do you find this? They come out like, yeah, it's confusing and it's not the easiest way I, I feel a thing to deal with as a DM. Now, a lot of people do play with feats and, and have no issue with them, so I'm obviously not the majority there, <laughs>
2: right? You know, I think feats are nice. To- build a bit more i don't want to put uniqueness to your character but you know for me if it's going to get into like power gaming or min maxing to be able to maximize your damage and abilities i'm like
1: am <laughs> much reading yeah I, mean, I like the way things like nave and karen handles like giving your characters flavor and stuff by like descriptors things you can right. roll like not by things that change the game mechanically. That's exactly like, that's my preference. <laughs>
0: yes, or like items and everything.
1: Right, right. That's not a direction I feel that's uh appealing though if you're trying if you're a large company trying to put out a lot of different books, I think that having the options of character options is probably gonna sell more books than yeah, of course.
2: Or sell more more <laughs> things
1: online. They don't sell
2: books anymore, right? They sell everything off D D Beyond. So you can go buy additional character races. Because I've been in situations where I was start trying to run a five E game, and one of the players was like, "Oh, I want to play this whatever character racing class." And I was like, "Um, I gotta go pay money to go download this thing." It's like, "Um, no, you're not allowed. You're gonna use core races in the book because I'm not gonna really spend more money downloading a bunch of online races."
1: And there's a lot of uh, it's, it. Looks like it's a focus on on the backstory stuff when you're making a character. Oh yes, kind of determining okay. your origin after choosing your character's class is time to consider the character's origin. Okay, but that's not ancestors. How did they? How do the characters spend the years leading up to a life of adventure? To help answer those questions, choose three things for your characters that give you race, a background, and a language.
2: I mean, I character backstory. I enjoy. I mean, like uh, I, I don't know if either of you played Burning Wheel, but Burning Wheel is an RPG where you do spend a lot of time building your character from what do you want to call it, youth to now, and that how ha- that helps develop your current character in terms of what you know attributes or skills that they have. So that piece of it I find interesting. But to what end? I guess is it character flavor for the story, or is it going to become or some mechanically super powerful overduced you know Paladin or something like that
1: you yeah know, I'm not, right I'm,
2: I'm not sure how they're using that
1: I feel that and I feel that the continued use of races they're going this far forward that they should maybe do, like Pathfinder chose Heritage I believe right is the, instead of race. Like, maybe if you're going to try to make this big of a jump forward, maybe, you know, species or heritage or ancestry or something might be a better things to look at using if this is the changes you're kind of making. But, yep, I don't know. <laughs>
0: right. I feel like something I've seen like uh, Aaron do, where instead of having like defined like species, it's like. Here are like four categories of like things you can be you can be like a spooky supernatural thing or yeah. like a little tough creature. And then it's like whether you're like a dwarf or a halfling or whatever the fuck, it's not based on like rigid right. race science, but it's based more on like, okay, let's just think about like what kind of character, like what do you look like? And like what abilities do you want to have? How do you want to stretch it? Basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I will see. I'm. I'm gonna keep on giving the little play test to look over. Maybe we should give someone to try to give it a spin one night for a one shot or two and see how it plays out. <laughs> yeah, we can try
2: it on our alt Wednesday night and, and and see how it flows. And then at some point when this this thing gets released, I guess
1: one of us will have to go pick it up and see how how it works. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hopefully, they come out with a regular hardcore hardcover book and not just the the PDFs. <laughs> well, that's about. We're about on time. Marsha, would you like to tell the listeners where they can find you online? Yes, they can find me at
0: Traverse Fantasy on Twitter or TraverseFantasy.BlockSpot.com.
1: You can find us on Facebook, or so search Wobblies and Wizards. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, give us a positive review wherever you're listening. I'm on Twitter at LogarHailProm. We're on Patreon. We can really use the support. And any support you can give us at Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Roll them physical or virtual.